0: Welcome to BlockRocket's Launchpad, the podcast where we will introduce you to a new early stage blockchain startup in each episode. My name is Benjamin and I'm the Managing Director of BlockRocket. We're one of the leading accelerator programs for early stage blockchain startups in Germany, and as part of our program we invest up to 250,000 euros in pre-seed and seed blockchain startups. We're looking for the next big thing in the blockchain space, so if you know someone or if you think you're working on something exciting, then feel free to reach out to us. In our episode today, we would like to introduce you to Oliver Shantin, co-founder of BaseNote.io. A growing number of freelancers around the globe are embracing token-based payments. BaseNote.io will provide them with an easy-to-use platform for accounting and invoicing. They put a high focus on an engaging and simple user experience and offer some of the unique features that will make the adoption of crypto payments for freelancers super easy. So welcome, Oliver. Um, how about we start with a quick intro from your side?
1: Yeah, hi. Um, I'm very happy to be here, Benjamin. And um, yeah, my name is Oliver. I'm the CEO and founder of basenode.io. Um, I will tell you more about BaseNote, what we do, in just a second, but maybe a little bit about myself first. So I studied engineering um, in Hamburg, so at the University of Applied Science in Hamburg finished my um, degree in industrial engineering in 2019, so I don't uh, have an IT background like most people in the space. I got very interested in the whole blockchain space. Um, I heard about it in 2012 or 13, very early, like a lot of people did, but then I ignored it, like most people did, which I regret today, of course. And then some years later, like 2016, 17, I um, got involved again, and I... Well, it felt like a rabbit hole for me. I spent hundreds and hundreds of hours learning about the blockchain and what is the, what this technology can do. And then I got, um, yeah, in 2019, after I finished my studies, I got offered a um, PhD researcher position at the University of Applied Sciences in Hamburg, which I gladly took because it was related to like the whole distributed ledger technology field and IoT devices and so on. And it was a lot of fun. But at the same time, I... I wanted to work in crypto full-time and I wanted to be in the startup world so I started hanging around in co-working spaces in Hamburg and I met some people and well by the end of 2019 I got to know my first co-founder I, st- I founded my first startup which is called Diggeru. it's still um, active today but um, yeah it didn't really take off uh, like didn't it wasn't the next unicorn let's say it that way but then um, yeah after that I got the chance to um, go to the blockchain founders group and become uh, the project lead of uh, crypto accounting tool, which then developed to be basenode.io, which um, yeah is the company that I'm running right now. And I'm very proud to be uh, working full-time in crypto because I think it's the, it's the dream of a lot of people. And I'm very um, glad that I was able to pursue it. Yeah.
0: All right, <laughs> fantastic. My so what would be like uh, the simplest um pitch um for base note or how would you maybe also explain it so maybe to crypto and also to non-crypto people
1: oh yeah so um well to put it really short and simple base note is a web app and a mobile app and it's made for freelancers and what we do is we offer seamless crypto invoicing and essential accounting features for the global freelancer economy so all the freelancers in the world have more or less um, the same problem nowadays. I will get deeper into this later. Um, to have a really short overview, well, we all know that the past year <clears throat> or the past two years, more or less, are, were really a really nice bull market for all, the, for all the cryptocurrencies, right? We saw a lot of adoption and so on. And the trend that's correlated to that is that more and more freelancers are embracing cryptocurrencies and are trying to use it for their business. This makes a lot of sense for them. I will get into more detail about this later. And um, well, our mission is to empower these freelancers to embrace the full potential of cryptocurrencies as a means of payments. So um, they want to get paid by their clients in cryptocurrencies and they want to spend it and they want to fully um, yeah, integrate it into their business. And we are, we are helping them. That's our mission.
0: Okay, and what would you say is the main points, main main pain points they um, experience today? Like, or what's what's stopping most freelancers today um, being or getting paid in crypto?
1: Oh yeah. So, for to answer this, I have to like, um, yeah, um, tell you the whole story a little bit. So, um, well, let's start with some numbers to make our motivation clear here, because uh, I found uh, some really interesting facts. Because um, I digged into this topic and we also conducted a lot of interviews and we reviewed a lot of studies related to the global freelancer economy. And what we found is that 40% of all freelancers have used cryptocurrencies at least once, which I think is a, is a huge number. And more than one third of freelancers would prefer to get paid in digital currencies rather than through the banking system. And in my Globally. opinion, this is, this is so huge. Yeah, about... So this was a study conducted by humans.net. Um <laughs> And we we found that and yeah, this is uh, like, um, a pretty big sample size, which, uh, which was uh, conducted globally. And um, well, if you look at the at the world map, you will find that most of the freelancers actually located in emerging markets, right? So in in the Philippines, in China in South America, and so on. And on the other hand, we have more than 60% of their clients, according to the study, which are located in North America or Europe. So when they get paid money needs to be sent across continents and this can be quite expensive so for example we at base note we did a lot of interviews with freelancers as i as i said and i interviewed this one um, freelancer in india who told me that every time he gets a payment of more than a thousand dollars his account in the bank is frozen and the bank will ask him questions on where this money comes from and uh, if it's legit that he that he receives this kind of payments so this is a huge pain point, but it's not only that. It's also that the fees that are taken from the banks, from the freelancers are a huge deal. Like imagine you you earn a couple of hundred uh, dollars a month. Then if you pay 10 or $20 in banking fees, it's huge. It's, it's a big deal for you, right? So um, there are a lot of reasons for freelancers to embrace cryptocurrencies. For once, it's the low fees. It's the fast transaction speeds like you don't have to wait you don't have to wait like two or three business days for a transaction to arrive and also it's a direct settlement so the blockchain usually it's it's a direct settlement layer so no one can question your your payment or take it away from you or freeze your funds and um well that's that's part of the of the global trend that we're seeing and then we have a closer look at these freelancers and we see that well for the first time in history, this very diverse freelance market, because freelancer can be a, like a musician, an artist, right, a painter, or a coder, and they all have this one problem in common that um, they want to embrace cryptocurrencies in a way. So it makes perfect sense for them because they want they, they don't want um, to be in, to be dependent on their banking system, especially when they're located in underbanked countries, right? So this problem this is the problem that we're trying to solve. So um, we do this by offering a web app, which has a lot of um, features that is uh, specifically tailored to the needs of the freelancers, right? So for example, you can create an invoice super easy, right? Um, and send it to your client and um, yeah, uh, some other features that I can go into uh, more detail um, if you want. Um, but um, yeah, I think that, I mean, that answers the, mean... the problem statement, right? That we, that we that you asked I mean, for. yeah,
0: to, to to get to uh, take one step back. I mean, I think um, mm-hmm. I think it's quite clear that the need for for like so we talk about the need, right? That there's a need for um, mm-hmm. sp- uh, having more like assets in, in crypto um, on a global level. I think that's uh, that's pretty clear. Um, mm-hmm. I think what I find interesting. I mean, we have this experience ourselves, so we also work uh, together. With, um, like Block Rocket also has uh, like freelancers um, or startups. Some of our startups use freelancers uh, from abroad, like Philippines or Pakistan or India, other countries. And most of them are still paid in fiat, and I mean, um, there's a lot of countries that have a lot of regulation also that you actually are even allowed to get crypto. So we have uh, Filipino uh, freelancers we work with that um, uh, that ask us like how they actually can buy crypto because <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not that easy in the Philippines or Vietnam or in India. So they have oh, regulations yeah. there. So I think like there's obviously need that if you send them crypto, then that could surpass a lot of regulation I think in those countries because no one really can control a MetaMask wallet, right? If I have a MetaMask wallet and you send me some funds, right? once you send me some funds, no one can really uh, prevent, prevent me from receiving them, no, no matter which country I am. Um, so I think that there's a need is clear. How do you think though is the pain points, uh, like what's the best substitutes to, 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 to this types of problems or solving these types <laughs> of problems like as of today? Like what are the best solutions in your point of view right now if, if you wanna pay freelancers and they wanna have access to crypto
1: if they're abroad? Um, yeah, so um, maybe I can tell you a little bit on how I discovered this whole, this whole um, pain point, and then it will also answer this question. Sure. So when I started my, my business back two, two or three years ago, um, I started a consulting business. So I was consulting like uh, banks and other um, companies that wanted to learn about cryptocurrencies. So <clears throat> for this reason, I also hired some freelancers, right? So mostly in the Philippines. And I hired them through the, through the platform that everyone knows, right, the, uh, where you will find those, uh, those, uh, those freelancers. And most of them contacted me actually, like, outside of the platform. So they sent me an email or, like, a Slack message. And they were like, hey, Oliver, can you please not pay me through, like, the, the platform? And it's not because they're doing, like, some shady business or anything, right? They're very reliable people, but they just wanted to circumvent this high fees that are associated with with the payment through the platform and through a wire transfer so they were like hey can you pay me in like u.s dollar tether because it's much easier for me and it's it's more secure or like can you pay me through paypal or wire transfer because even that is um, or transfer wise or that, that is even better than like a traditional bank transfer so i discovered this pain point and um well the substitutes were various so i mean you can just as a freelancer use your your wallet right most wallets have a good overview of your transactions and you can keep track of your funds more or less but you also want to keep track of your clients right you want to keep track of their addresses you want to know which payment comes from which client and so on so you can maybe have an excel sheet or maybe your wallet supports something like that but most wallets don't and well, then you need to write invoices, right? So you need an invoicing software. So, well, and also you maybe want to track your portfolio because if you're a crypto enthusiast as a freelancer, you might be invested in some DeFi products and uh, some other stuff. So you also want to track your net worth. You want to connect your wallets. And you can see that you need a whole bunch of tools to fulfill all this need. And, well, Note <laughs> is integrating all this into one nicely, um, yeah, consolidated web app. That's That's at least... What we're trying to do so yeah so the alternatives to to basenote are um well using different wallets using different excel sheets using an invoicing tool and um yeah so it's it's a hustle i think um, to not use base. Do, com-
0: <laughs> do, do companies actually have the like possibility already on the market with some solutions to pay for in crypto because from a company perspective um if you like regulated in in germany or in the us or like in most western countries you have like pretty tight um uh, like accounting regulations right like basically every transaction that leaves your company account like needs to be backed up with some sort of invoice and mm-hmm. uh, crypto is still like an unconventional relatively new market for most businesses so are there actually any solutions right now for me as a business to have an invoice that, that's paid in crypto or is that uh, relatively new
1: well, yeah, of course the, like any market you enter, there will always be some solutions. Um, the thing is the are like the essential accounting features, like we call them in basenote, um they are not really well, they're not comparable to like the accounting of like a Lex office or like a one of the big accounting softwares that you might use in your company. It's very basic. It's like your income, your spending. Maybe your portfolio worth, then invoicing, contact, address books, and so on. Like the really basic stuff. It's not really related to uh, like giving it to your tax guy and then having a, like a complete report. I mean, you can do that too with BaseNote, but it's really tailored to to freelancers who are not um, in, in a, like a medium or, or, or a big business, but or who are maybe just a one-man show or like two or three employees. So they... Um, they don't use uh, the big accounting tools. Um, well, you can do invoicing in crypto. There are some tools out there to come back to your question. Um, but um, so what we do differently is that with our with our tool, with BaseNote, you can just click on one button, create an invoice, which you can send to your client, and he can pay with traditional payment method. And you as a still... Uh, as a freelancer, you will still receive your desired token. So your client can pay with his credit card, for example, and you will receive US dollar tether or whatever you want. We do this through a third-party service. And, well, that's also, well, part of our mission is to drive crypto adoption. And I think that's a nice way uh, to do it. And we are pretty unique with this uh, feature. And, um, yeah, maybe, yeah. Which which other
0: crypto... yeah, mm-hmm. thanks a lot for the insights. Um, which other crypto companies do you, uh, accounting companies, do you see in the crypto space? And and what do you think is like their focus um, uh, compared to yours?
1: Well, there, there are plenty of integrations into traditional accounting software. So you can with your um, like LexOffice or whatever you have, like the, the big accounting uh, tools, you can integrate crypto payments mostly. It's done through plugins. Um, but, you know, it's not natively built on top of the um, on top of the token economy it's more like we do fiat accounting and we do crypto too if you really want to but yeah maybe maybe don't do it so that, that's more or less the feeling I get when I use it and uh, we, we want to do it differently um, yeah so there are there are of course some alternatives like uh, we, we did a competitor research and um, yeah you can use these tools most of them um, offer similar um similar features like the basic accounting features, but for example, the fear to crypto invoicing that we offer at base note, I haven't seen at any competitor. And um, also we will integrate some DeFi features like you can stake your, unloosed, your unused liquidity as a freelancer and earn some passive income. And we will integrate lightning payments. So Bitcoin Lightning network, because I think we think it has a, a huge future ahead, especially when we look at uh, countries who adopted Bitcoin like El Salvador. Most of the infrastructure there relies on the Lightning Network, and we did some interviews with some freelancers who also use it because it's super fast and cheap and private. So we are the first accounting software to integrate those kind of payments too. So we really try to set us apart a little bit and um, yeah, to be tailored really to the to the to the freelancers and not to like big companies, to big uh, yeah um, businesses who have different needs, completely different needs from a freelancer.
0: Uh, By the way, which one? um, In addition to that, like which one do you think are like your top top five uh, uh, emerging countries that are relevant, uh, like for for freelancers that are interested in crypto in the coming years? Because we had a lot of headlines about El Salvador and maybe some South American countries that uh, want to adopt crypto as a as a legal currency themselves. But uh, which which countries do you think are most promising for the crypto economy?
1: Um, Yeah, it's super interesting. So El Salvador is is obviously super promising, but um, I feel like the growth rate in El Salvador and crypto adoption is insane, but it still has a long way to go, in my opinion. So most of the people we we conducted interviews with, um, they were actually from like the countries you would expect, like Philippines, India, China, right? South America, um, especially um, like uh, the central part of South America, where the dollar is, um, yeah, still like the the me- the major payment method. In most of these countries but then again also africa for example we have a lot of freelancers in africa who for the first time through cryptocurrencies can partake in the global economy and they, they love it they're really um, happy to um yeah, not rely on their banking system and not pay so many fees and we will just um, yeah we hope we can help them with, with space note a little bit so, yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that, that's definitely a huge and promising market itself. The the, the space. Okay. Interesting. Then, uh, what's the current status quo of your product, or like, what's the what's the roadmap? Is a first version that we can already use, or what's the what do you what do you have and plans for us?
1: Yeah. So we started the development. Um, so the thing is, we, we first need to identify the pain points really clearly. That's why we conducted so many interviews, more more than 50 interviews, and we're still going. Um, half of our staff is actually just interviewing freelancers to get to know them better, right? To give them a platform. We started a podcast where where freelancers can present uh, their their story and so on. And well, that's a big part. So right now we are in the development phase we have a development team who builds our app so the wireframes and everything is completely clear the whole user flow the user experience the essential features that we want to have they are all clear they are frozen um and now we are developing the app but we are still iterating so if you find a new feature that really needs to go in we we are very we have a very agile process in doing that uh, and we even freelancers into our sprints so yeah with the beta by the end of october then we will have a closed beta test with people who are already in our email list they're waiting to test the software um and hopefully if everything goes according to plan we will launch publicly by the end of the year that's our plan and um yeah after that we will of course um yeah integrate more features we will maybe do a little bit of market expansion and um yeah that that's that's our plan mm-hmm. so right. right now so, so to make the answer short right now you cannot test uh base node uh, currently you can sign up for our beta and in october you can test the software
0: yeah how do you how do you uh, plan to monetize and uh, what would you say are like for you like suitable kpis to to measure the question of uh, product market
1: fit hmm yeah so that's really a different difficult question because as I said uh, freelancers are super heterogeneous group right so they they have very different needs and it's um, um, yeah it's not so easy to really reach them all so for now we focus on freelancers that are Engaged in in crypto anyway, so like for example, smart contract developers or uh, some other IT um, uh, professions that are related to crypto, because they are most likely to integrate cryptocurrencies in their business too. But later on, we will of course expand this market. And um, for the monetization, we will use a freemium model. So for us, it's super important to have a really low threshold for the freelancers to onboard. So. Free, uh, so, BaseNode will be completely free in the beginning. You don't have to pay for any of the essential features, right? And the onboarding process will be super easy. So, you don't even need an email address to use BaseNode. You can just paste your public address. Let's say you paste your Ethereum address, and you can like track your portfolio, um, create an invoice, and, and so on, without even leaving an email. So, we do this because privacy is a huge issue, and we want to keep the threshold for onboarding super low. Um, so, in the first year, we will have a very strong growth strategy so we will onboard as many users as we can and have them use the product iterate make it better and um, in my opinion probably 80 percent of base node users will never pay anything for the software we will just then later introduce a subscription if you want to really be a power user so let's say you want to have more than 10 invoices per month or you want to have more than I don't know 20 contacts in your in your contact book we will determine these thresholds um, in the process and then uh, the power users pay for for the rest of it and that's our that's our strategy but for now it's about um, driving crypto adoption and, and onboarding as many people as possible yeah
0: all right what do you see the company or what do you see this might uh, develop into on a bigger scale like let's say the next five uh, two to five years
1: Um yeah so so that's that's super interesting i mean um right now the, the the market is really kind of a blue ocean you can see that because when you look at we did some competitor research of course and we looked at all the competitors and their pricing models are so vastly different like some some softwares um, that are similar to ours charge like 10 10 a month others charge like 150 right and they're not that different so that's how you can tell that this market is still in price discovery mode and that we are still kind of early. Um, we, have wa- we have more than 1 billion freelancers worldwide. So this market is huge and it's, it's just getting traction. And suddenly all of these freelancers, uh, freelancers have the same problem more or less, right? To integrate cryptocurrencies. So I see that we can position ourselves with Basenote uh, in a really nice way. We can build a community A big part is about engaging with the freelancers, giving them a platform, and um, that's how we grow. Um, Of course, on the long term, we will integrate more and more features. So our goal is to have 10,000 active users by mid of uh, of 2022. And... um, yeah, constantly iterating the software, integrating new features like DeFi features, like the Lightning payments that I mentioned. Um, they will not be there in the beta for for uh, for starters because th- we are the first ones to implement it. And my developers are constantly um, yeah uh, fighting me on what, like, oh, do we really need to do this? And it's so difficult, but we we will definitely do it. It's possible. And um, yeah, then on the long term we can become a platform and really focus more on connecting the freelancers and their clients, right? So there's another way to monetize this and to, to become, um, yeah, the, the crypto freelancing platform. I mean, um, this is more like a long-term vision. And we, we, for now, we focus on growth and on solving the issues that are at hand, for example, like the essential accounting features that I mentioned, right? So on, on a meta level, the mission of Basenode is to drive crypto adoption and to help the underbanked people in the world, especially freelancers. So if you want a really long-term zoomed out view, that's our, that's our vision. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, it's always nice to have a vision to look look up for, right? Um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) Okay, understood.
0: Sounds good. So basically um, you're in MVP mode, having like lots of interviews, um, working together with power users, um, plan is to launch the first uh, working version then by the end of this year, right? The next month, and then, to pick up traction and hit product market fit um, early next year. Um, yeah, yeah, sounds like sounds like clear goals. Uh, like, when would it be the right time for someone to approach you, like an investor, let's say? Like, are you in funding mode right now, or uh, are you looking more for partnerships? Or like, who's the right type of audience or, or, or partners or investors um, that should uh, approach you right at this point of time?
1: Yeah, so we are right now inside the blockchain founders group which is in, like a in, in startup incubator uh, program. And we already got funding um, in a re- relatively small amount, which will secure our operations until like October, November. And after that, we will, um, yeah, we would be really happy to get approached by some um, like business angels or people that uh, share our vision and want to um, yeah, invest in us. And this will of course be pre-seed because um, yeah, our product will, will launch by the end of the year and um yeah so that's that's what we need mm-hmm.
0: okay cool so you're looking for pre potential pre-seed investors at this point of time right
1: so uh pre-seed yeah, seed. Yeah.
0: okay understood uh where can uh, people reach you what's the best best way to reach you uh, at this point of time
1: so yeah um the best way to um, to reach us is um of course uh, if you want to reach out to the team go to go to linkedin find us uh, basenote.io um, you can also go to our website. If you are a freelancer and watching this, then you can sign up uh, for our beta version and test it yourself and uh, decide what the, so- what the software will look like in the future. Um, and yeah, you can approach me through our website or through LinkedIn. That's the best way.
0: Fantastic. I mean, uh, we from Blocker are also excited to try it out with our freelancers <laughs> since they're also very crypto enthusiastic. We love that. Thank you so much, Oliver. Thanks for your time and uh, talk to you soon.
1: Thank you. Have a nice day.
0: So thanks everyone for joining us today. If you're a blockchain startup looking for funding, or just a tech enthusiast with feedback or questions, then feel free to reach out to us. If you want to learn more about Blockrocket or new blockchain startups in the future, then just subscribe to our podcast.